Our first reading for this evening is from the 12th chapter of Zechariah. And I will pour out on the house of David and the inhabitants of Jerusalem a spirit of grace and pleas for mercy, so that when they look on me, on him whom they have pierced, they shall mourn for him as one mourns for an only child, and weep bitterly over him as one weeps over a firstborn. On that day, the mourning in Jerusalem will be as great as the mourning for Hadad Ramon in the plain of Megiddo. The land shall mourn, each family by itself, the family of the house of David by itself, and their wives by themselves, the family of the house of Nathan by itself, and their wives by themselves, the family of the house of Levi by itself, and their wives by themselves the family of the Shemites by itself and their wives by themselves, and all the families that are left, each by itself and their wives by themselves. O Lord, have mercy on us. Our second reading is from the 12th chapter of 2 Corinthians. So to keep me from being too elated by the surpassing greatness of the revelations, a thorn was given me in the flesh a messenger of Satan to harass me, to keep me from being too elated. Three times I pleaded with the Lord about this, that it should leave me. But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. For the sake of Christ, then, I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. For when I am weak, then I am strong. O Lord, have mercy on us. Thanks be to God. Our third reading is from the 18th chapter of John. So the band of soldiers and their captain and the officers of the Jews arrested Jesus and bound him. First they led him to Annas, for he was the father-in-law of Caiaphas, who was high priest that year. It was Caiaphas who had advised the Jews that it would be expedient that one man should die for the people. Simon Peter followed Jesus, and so did another disciple Since that disciple was known to the high priest, he entered with Jesus into the court of the high priest. But Peter stood outside at the door. So the other disciple, who was known to the high priest, went out and spoke to the servant girl who kept watch at the door and brought Peter in. The servant girl at the door said to Peter, You also are not one of this man's disciples, are you? He said, I am not. Now the servants and officers had made a charcoal fire because it was cold, and they were standing and warming themselves. Peter also was with them, standing and warming himself. The high priest then questioned Jesus about his disciples and his teaching. Jesus answered him, I have spoken openly to the world. I have always taught in synagogues and in the temple where all the Jews come together. I have said nothing in secret. Why do you ask me? 
Ask those who have heard me what I said to them. They know what I said. When he had said these things, one of the officers standing by struck Jesus with his hand, saying, Is that how you answer the high priest? Jesus answered him, If what I said was wrong, bear witness about the wrong. But if what I said is right, why do you strike me? Annas then sent him bound to Caiaphas, the high priest. Now Simon Peter was standing and warming himself. So they said to him, You also are not one of his disciples, are you? He denied it and said, I am not. One of the servants of the high priest, a relative of the man whose ear Peter had cut off, asked, Did I not see you in the garden with him? Peter again denied it, and at once a rooster crowed. Grace, mercy, and peace to all of you, from God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. As Christians, we are called to follow Christ. As we go through Lent, we think about our following of Christ. During Lent especially, we think about the sins that get in the way of us following Christ. And hopefully we renew our efforts not to allow sin to separate us from Christ. When all of us were confirmed, we even pledged to keep following Christ throughout our life. We even said that we would be willing to suffer all, even death, rather than fall away from the faith. That's a lofty pledge to make. It's a hard pledge to make. Are you willing to suffer all, even death, rather than fall away from the faith? And we said, I do by the grace of God. What a hard pledge. We have trouble being faithful even with little things sometimes. How can we be faithful with something so grand? Especially if we are staring death in the face. And yet that's what we promise. And as quickly as we promise that, we can fail at keeping that promise. Even the greatest people in the church have failed at that. Just look at Peter. Peter had been with Jesus for three years. And for those whole three years, Peter was basically having a three-year-long confirmation class with Jesus. Peter's confirmation class was not in a classroom It was on the road, literally. So Peter learned the Ten Commandments as Jesus spoke of sins being committed both in the body and in the heart. Peter learned the creed in the transfiguration as God the Father himself spoke. Peter heard the Lord's Prayer for the very first time from the mouth of the Lord himself. Peter learned baptism as John the Baptist baptized Jesus and the Spirit descended. 
And Peter learned about confession and absolution when the disciples asked Jesus, How often should I forgive my brother when he sins against me? And on Maundy Thursday, Peter participated in the very first Lord's Supper as he received Christ's body and blood from the hands of Christ himself. And on that night, Peter was confirmed. And along with that, Peter pledged to suffer all, even death, rather than fall away from Christ. In fact, it was Peter who famously said this to Jesus on Maundy Thursday. He said, even if I must die with you, I will not deny you. Yes, Peter just made that great confession every confirmand makes. And now, just a few hours later, that's being put to the test. In our gospel reading for today, it is Maundy Thursday. Jesus was praying in the Garden of Gethsemane. Soldiers come and arrest Jesus. They take him to Pontius Pilate. Jesus is being accused of crimes worthy of a death penalty. Peter knows it. Jesus could be crucified, and Peter knows it. As Peter was waiting in the courtyard, he was given the chance to confess that he belonged to Jesus, that he was a follower. Three times. Peter was given the chance to restate his confirmation pledge that he would willingly suffer all, even death, rather than fall away from Christ and the church. But when Peter was asked, are you one of this man's disciples? Peter says without blinking, I am not. And then someone else asks the same thing, and Peter says, I am not. And again, the same question, and again, Peter gives the same response, I am not. Three times, Peter denied even knowing Jesus. And then the rooster crowed. Peter failed to be a faithful confirmand even just a few hours after being confirmed by Jesus himself. Peter was so overwhelmed after this happened that the Gospel of Matthew says he went out and wept bitterly. And then what? Peter failed. So is Peter kicked out of the church and we never hear about him again? Is that what happened? Of course not. (laughs) If Jesus kicked everyone out of the church for being unfaithful, no one would even be here. Yes, Peter failed. And we are right there with him. Aren't we? We're right there alongside Peter doing the same thing if not worse sometimes. 
But that failure of Peter was not the final word for him. And our failures, our sins, oh, there's so much more for us than just a pronouncement of failure. Much greater words to be said. After Peter denied Jesus three times, the very next day was Good Friday. Jesus was crucified and died. Not for himself. Jesus was crucified and died for Peter, the one who had just denied him. He was crucified for you, for me, for all of us. In the crucifixion, God the Father basically asked his son Jesus, are you willing to suffer all, even death, rather than have them fall away? And Jesus said to his heavenly Father, yes. And Jesus said, yes, I will do this, not only for myself, but I will be faithful For every man, woman, and child who fails at doing this, who fails at being faithful, because they all will. Whereas Peter was so quick to tell people he did not belong with Jesus, and whereas we ourselves can be tempted to do that sometimes also, Jesus was not ashamed to say that he belongs to you and to me. Jesus is not embarrassed to say he knows you. And in fact, when Jesus was crucified, Jesus was shouting out to all the world that he does know you. He was proclaiming to everyone that he is dying for your sins. So you won't die for your sins. In the crucifixion, Jesus is confessing that he is suffering hell for you. So you will not suffer hell. On the cross, Jesus was willing to be abandoned by God the Father. So you will never be abandoned. By your heavenly father. Just like Peter. We've all committed sins against God. And just like Peter. When our sins weigh us down. We can look to Christ. In his crucifixion. And remember that Christ. Really has borne the weight of our sins. For us. When we are saddened by the sins we've done against God, just like Peter, we can look to Christ in his crucifixion and find joy in knowing that we really are forgiven, all because of what Jesus has done for us. And just like Peter, who at times probably felt Awful for denying Jesus three times on Maundy Thursday. Just like Peter, when we also feel awful, 
we're now able to look at Christ and his crucifixion and see what he did for us to forgive us. To know that he doesn't see us as awful. Not because of what he's done for us. Jesus really was willing to suffer all, even death. All for you. And he did. Amen. And now may the peace of our God, which surpasses our understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.